want to do something real different today. First of all, I don't think I've ever sat down during my preaching time. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I, I might get more said if I just sit down, but uh, I might go longer too because I preach till I get tired. I used to tell folks I preached to get hungry. And uh, being we have our service so early, that wouldn't work. We'd be here a long time, all right? But uh, I, I want to share with you today, you know, our church has been an outreaching church for a long time. We have felt it's very important to reach out to the community and to tell them about Jesus and lead folks to faith in Christ. But you know, there are several things I despise about COVID-19 and the time that it has brought to us in our lives. But one of the things, and the, I guess it's number one on my list, is how it has robbed us of keeping the main thing the main thing, of reaching out in a community, being out, out among people, and having times to bring them together with us, and in fellowship, and to share with them about the Lord Jesus Christ. That is all changing. I'm thankful that we're... A, we're about to be completely back to normal. Well, I don't guess I've ever been normal, but as normal as I can be. And we're about to be there, and I'm so thankful for that. And one thing that we're going to emphasize in these next months is reaching the community around us, wherever you live, reaching the community with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what we've tried to do in Vacation Bible School this week. We've shared the gospel. We've shared the foundations of the faith. But as we did that, it was simply sharing the truth about who Jesus is, what he's done for us, and what he offers. And we're going to be doing that in the days to come. Let me tell you one thing we're going to do. Church, and all of our guests, this is going to be a surprise to our church. They don't know this yet. We've been working on it through leadership and getting ready for it. But you know... We've always participated with other organizations in doing the back-to-school uh, book bags and supplies and donating and giving it to them. But this year, we're going to raise the funds within our church to do a major giving of the school supplies and the book bags to the children in this community. And we're going to do it in a big way. We're going to have a family fun day, you know, this afternoon for all of you that have participated in in uh, Vacation Bible School, all you parents, all you senior adults, it is a family fun day. And it's going to be a great time out here. We have a tent set up with big old fans that if you have to stay in the cool, uh, we'll have all kinds of games, all kinds of blow-ups will be here. Just a good time. Food, 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 food. And we're going to enjoy just eating and having a good time together. But we're going to have another one of those days, and that will be in August. And we're going to have a day where, you know, this was sort of a closed vacation Bible school because when we started doing the planning, we didn't know what we would be like as, as getting back together and if we could invite the community. So we did not plan on a community-wide vacation Bible school, though we have had marvelous attendance. But we're going to do something for the community. And we're going to do a second family fun day type thing where we're going to have... Uh, food and all kinds of fun and, and, and a time of fellowship. But on that day, we're also going to give out the school supplies, book bags loaded with the school supplies to every child who comes of school age. 
And we're going to do it by them coming and participating. And when they go to get their hot dog and their drink, they'll get a coupon. When they go and participate in another activity, they'll get a coupon. And when they get to sit down, we're going to have just a time of just stopping. And I'm going to share the gospel like I'm going to do this morning. And we're going to share the gospel out here in this grassy field. We're going to have the tent up again, all that stuff. And we're going to share the gospel with them. And when they listen to the gospel, whether or not they respond to receive Christ, they'll get a ticket for having been a part of that. And they'll take all of their tickets to the gym and turn them in and receive their school supplies and book bags. Won't that be wonderful? And we're looking forward to this. It's going to take a lot of money, so we're going to be taking up a special offering through this time to get ready for that. And all of our offering that has come in through Vacation Bible School this week will go to that project. And your children have been giving to it, and we're looking forward to that. But I want to take just a moment this morning and go through what we're going to be preaching through through the next several weeks, and that is the message of faith. You know, the Christian life is all about faith. It begins to coming to faith in Jesus. It begins with believing on him and trusting him as Lord and Savior. And I've asked some of these older kids, boys, to sit here this morning. The girls that were asked are out of town today. So we just got old meatheads down here. But uh, I'm, they're going to listen as I share today to the, to the faith outline, the message of faith. You know, you can ask a person, how do you think you get to heaven when you die? And you can hear all kinds of responses, but then you can say, you know, the Bible answers that question very clearly. And let me use the word faith to help you understand it. And you go F-A-I-T-H, faith. And as we take each letter, it helps us to understand that. The letter F stands for forgiveness. Forgiveness is in Christ Jesus. Listen to what the scripture says. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7, we, in him, meaning Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. So it's forgiveness. It's a message of forgiveness. But as we think about forgiveness, the second letter is A, F-A. A means available. God's forgiveness is available to everybody, but it's not automatic. It's available. We know in John 3, 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And he said, Whosoever will. It is available to everyone, God's forgiveness but it is not automatic. Just because you're a breathing human doesn't mean you automatically receive God's forgiveness and that you automatically get to go to heaven. You see, the Bible says, as Jesus is talking in Matthew, he says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. There are a lot of people because they think they've been to vacation Bible school because they've been to church, Sunday school, because their mama was a, this is a good one, because their grandmother was a good Christian, that they're going to get to go to heaven. But you see, 
It's not automatic. It's available to everyone to receive God's forgiveness. But the, the, the next letter is impossible. I for impossible. You know, it's impossible for God to allow sin into heaven. We know that God loves us. John 3.16, for God so loved the world. We've already quoted that verse. But it is impossible for God to allow sin into heaven because he's not only a loving God, he's a just God. And sin must be judged. And you know, our sin was judged in Jesus on the cross. The Bible says he became sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the perfection, the righteousness, the holiness, the goodness of God in Christ Jesus. And he did that for all of us. Why? Because God is a just God, and he says that sin brings on judgment and punishment. But Jesus, by going to the cross, took care of that. He died for our sins. He took our punishment. Do you remember in the middle of that as you study about the crucifixion of Jesus? He cried out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The Bible says it got midnight dark in the middle of the day. You know God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So when we think about what does the darkness mean, it means God turned away from his son. For those few minutes, there was a lack of the presence of God except in the person of Jesus on the cross on the face of the earth. And God turned away. Why? Because Jesus took our judgment. He took our punishment on the cross. He became sin for us that we might be made the goodness of God in Christ Jesus. Well, if the faith message is one of forgiveness and it's available, it's not all automatic and it's impossible for sin to enter into heaven, how in the world can a person get to heaven? F-A-I-T. T is the word turn. You know, there's a word in the Bible that means turn. It is called repentance. Repentance means to change directions. Say, you were riding down the road with your mom and dad. You can answer this one, okay? You're riding the road with your mom and dad, and, and you are going to, uh, to Burger King. And you know that Burger King is in another direction, and dad's driving the car, and he's headed north, and he ought to be going south. And what do you say to him? Dad? You're going the wrong way. That's right. And what would dad say? Oh, shut up. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> right? <laughs> dad, you're going the wrong way. You've got you've to turn around. You see, that's what re repentance means. It means to turn around. To change from the direction your life is headed with its sinfulness and its rebellion against the holy God. And to turn to Jesus. That's what repentance is. And that's what the word faith brings us to is the, with the letter T. 
we turn and then and we turn and trust Jesus. It takes us to the last letter. What's the last letter of faith? H. F-A-I-T-H. You know what H stands for? Heaven. You see, when we turn around and trust Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we were headed toward an eternity without Christ. The Bible calls that eternity without Christ hell. Now, we don't like to talk about hell, but hell is a real place. And it's for those who do not turn to Jesus, for those who have never come to Jesus and trusted him, they've never turned around and trusted in him as Lord and Savior. But when you turn to Jesus, when you say, God, I know I'm a sinner. God, I know I'm not perfect. And I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins that he took my punishment, and I receive him as my Lord and Savior, what you get out of that is heaven. One day, all of us are going to leave this planet. I hope it's when we're all old, like me. You're not old, oh, Connor, you're my friend. <laughs> I hope it's when it's all old, but one day we're going to leave this planet. And what we've done with Jesus will determine where we spend forever. Where will you go when you die? All right. How about the rest of you? Without even answering that, where will you go when it's all said and done, when life is over? Have you received God's forgiveness? Have you done that because it's available to you? And that it's impossible for your sinfulness to enter into the presence of God? Have you turned from the life that you want to live to the life in Jesus Christ? Do you have everlasting life? You can live forever. I've shared the gospel with you this morning, plainly and clearly. I want you to bow your heads, everyone in the congregation, bow your heads. If you realize that you're headed in the wrong direction and you need God's forgiveness, would you just pray this prayer right where you are? You can do it silently or you can pray it out loud. But you can, I'll give you time, I'll pause, and you can repeat the prayer to God. Father, thank you for sending Jesus to go to the cross for my sins. Jesus, thank you for dying for me that I could have forgiveness and I could have eternal life. Right now, God, I turn for my sin, and I turn to Jesus, asking him to come into my life, 
to be my Lord and Savior, to forgive me, and to give me everlasting life. Right now, God, I give myself to you. I trust you. I take you. Thank you. Thank you for your promise that whoever calls on Jesus will be forgiven and given eternal life. I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed this prayer today, we would love to talk with you. We invite you to call our church office at 334-272-2412.